Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon, friends. Two-hour show today. Just two hours, but we're going to try to pack it with as much fun as possible in uh, 120 minutes. I did the math there. Uh, this is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. We've got an, uh, an adjusted schedule today because we're only on for two hours. So in 30 minutes, an early fast food review with Johnny Cabasa. And at uh, 5.07, we're going to play Millennial Match Game with a brand new millennial and someone that works for... The Atlanta Braves, the, the World Series champions, yes. Atlanta Braves. So we got a World Series champion playing uh, Millennial Match Game coming up in one hour. I didn't know this, Deborah, until you sent me the show email and Chris Chandler texted me. Uh, today's National Pizza Day. I thought you would know that for some reason. Well, I used to know all those days when I worked mornings because I had to post stuff on Facebook and I would look, what's today's National Day? But now that I don't get up at three in the morning, I, I don't really do it. Uh, but Chris Chandler's like, hey, it's, uh, are you bringing pizza? I was like, why? Like how everyone just assumes you're <laughs> exactly. going to bring the food. We brought food yesterday. So I'm like, uh, no, but, you know, what's going on? And then I got your emails, National Pizza Day. And it's ironic um, because I was thinking about pizza the other day. I ordered it online, um, which is the thing to do now because you order everything online. And I went and picked it up. Um, and well, the options uh, for toppings were, um, you know, no toppings. Uh, or one topping all over the pizza. And there's also a half and half option. And, you know, obviously that's been around a while, but I was thinking, I'm like, was that around when I was a kid? Like, that seems to be a new, a newer pizza invention that you could do half pepperoni and half uh, Italian sausage or half black olive and half onion. And I was like, I don't think that was around when I was a child. I know for a fact it was for me because yeah. my brother and I never wanted the same thing. So, so my mom up. would order like the half and half for okay. us. Okay, and that was, uh, Deborah's a little younger than me and, and Wisconsin Longoria from uh, Corpus. Was that a thing when you were a kid? I, I don't remember it, but I think it goes back to like, hey, we're just going to get you whatever and you're just going to have to eat it. Yeah. Like we didn't have a choice. Like it was pepperoni and that was it. So, much, the, so. Uh, two people that I know. Oh, by the way, Sweet Ann is filling in for uh, Low T on the phones today. Yes. So when you get a really nice person answering the <laughs> yeah, phones. About time. Huh? Uh, but let, Ann, let me ask you a question. Um, if I say uh, what's the, the best pizza city in the United States, what's your first reaction? Pizza City. Best pizza city in the United States. I would say, I mean, I've heard, oh, geez. It's either New York or Chicago. All right, New York is is generally what people think. Yeah, that's what. So there's two people that have been eating pizza longer than I've been alive, and they're both from New York, and they happen to be my parents. Alice and Ed Aram join us now on the show. How are you guys? We're we're good. How are you? Good. We we got to be quick here, Deborah, because my mom said you guys are leaving for dinner when at four forty five p.m. Four forty four forty five <laughs> to go eat seafood. <laughs> and is that the early bird special at Del Boca Vista? What, why are you eating so early? 
because that was the only reservation we could oh. get that or 745 and we're old. That's way too late. Understood. All right. So I, I, I prepped you not on this conversation. Um, this is true. But you and dad are, are both from New York, which uh, Sweet Ann has dubbed the pizza capital of the world. Um, I agree. I, Especially Brooklyn. When you were growing up, was that ever an option to get a pizza with, you know, half pepperoni and half sausage? Or that's that's a newer thing, right? You didn't have that as a kid to to have two toppings uh, split down the middle on one pizza? First of all, when you're a kid growing up in Brooklyn, you don't get a pizza. You get a slice or two slices. Pardon you know? me. You pardon don't, me. Okay. <laughs> the, the, on, on every corner, there's yes. a first-rate pizza place. Gotcha. And you get a slice. All right. On the rare occasions you brought it home, yeah. you got one topping. That was it. You never, you never divided and you it. And you could never say, oh, Longoria wants uh, half spicy sausage and Deborah wants half onion. That was not a thing, right? Not when I was a kid. All right, so so a fairly new development then in in the pizza. Can I I get verification from your husband? What do you think, Ed? (laughs) Give him the phone. Did you ever get... Hold on. (laughs) Hello. Hey, Schmez Ball. How you doing, my son? We're on the air. Don't curse, okay? (laughs) Okay, okay. So you you grew up in uh, Far Rockaway, New York. Correct. Good good pizza in Rockaway. Great pizza. When you were growing up, was it was it even a possibility to order a full pizza and say I want half pepperoni and half sausage or that was unheard Never. of to get it, unheard of. All right, so unheard of. so what wasn't a thing when you were a kid? We had slices. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> had slices, Mark. <laughs> Understood. But somewhere in the borough of Brooklyn, someone once ordered a whole pizza. Right at, at one point, somebody must have, but yeah. not me, <laughs> not you. All right, but so so the the half toppings on either side of a pizza it's national pizza day by the way dad right i know i heard uh, i saw it on the radio okay <laughs> so so on you, facebook it was on facebook it was impossible for you to call the local pizzeria and say give me half mushroom half olive you, you couldn't do that right no you, we first of all in brooklyn and Farakwe, you never called you always went to the <laughs> all right pizza true place fair enough and ordered. yeah all right that's all that's all that's it. That's it. You enjoy. Hold on. Mother it. has something to tell you. All right. About. I would like to add yes. that my 10th birthday party, I was living in Florida at the time. Okay. And I had my 10th birthday party in a pizzeria. We made our own pizzas. We could put whatever we wanted on it. So then we could put sausage, pepperoni, onions, whatever we wanted. Are you saying you invented the half? <laughs> as a 10-year-old girl in I Florida, think, you invented the half I pizza? Think I think I did. All right. I they, think I did. We got to get you some residuals then. All right. Enjoy your uh, your your brunch at four forty five. <laughs> Thank you, son. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. All right. Bye bye. Uh, all right. There you go. So it is kind of a newer thing. It happened between when my mom was a kid and when you were a kid, Deborah. So there's a, a window there. I, I think. I mean, it's not gospel, Deborah Green, but my parents obviously didn't have. The ability to order half a pizza with one topping and half a pizza with another. It sounds like they couldn't order a full pizza at all. <laughs> Only by the slice, <laughs> yeah, Mark. Yeah, we, we got slices. Um, but I, I know I did. So what they were brought up on when I was a kid and we would order a pizza, I never got half and half. Uh, but now you had it in. So, so at some point between 1952. 1980 when I was yes. a kid, I guess. So someone so invented that. Um, so on National Pizza Day, whoever came up with the idea of be like, all right, we can do half toppings. That's fine. Like there was some really peculiar kid like Longoria 
who was like, I don't want, you know, everyone else wanted pepperoni. And Longer's like, I don't want it. I want mushrooms. Yeah. And the kid, and the pizzeria guy was like, all right, fine. We'll do half. That That's a big moment in pizza history. Okay. Probably up until they did, they did the stuffed crust. Oh, okay. That was the, the latest yeah. pizza invention. Is that the latest in there? I think as far as pizzas are concerned, the first pizza was made. That's big. The first person to put toppings on a pizza, that was a big moment in pizza history. The first person to do half and half and then stuffed crust. I think those are the four pillars of pizza history on National Pizza Day. Uh, Gary in Flowery Branch. Gary, welcome to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. What's up, buddy? Hey, Mark. Good talking to you again, bud. Same here, man. Thanks for calling back. Yeah, I talked to you a while ago about uh, baseball cards. I got some uh, good rookie cards and stuff. Oh, fantastic. I've got a great half-and-half uh, half pizza story for you. A bunch of years ago in Florida, order a pizza, yeah, like uh, half pepperoni and half cheese. Okay, We wait for about an hour and a half, knock on the door, open the thing up, and there's a half pepperoni and half cheese. Okay. But on the pepperoni side, they didn't put cheese. <laughs> so it was, it was just sauce. sauce and pepperonis? That's it. Pepperoni, then, I guess, would be the plural. After, yeah. After we ate all that time, I called the owner. I go, how stupid is that? You put cheese <laughs> on all of it and half pepperoni on the other half. Well, goes, to be fair, that was that's another pizza invention right there, uh, Gary. You didn't even know you invented the the half cheese, <laughs> half no cheese pizza. Oh, I invented stuff, but you don't want to hear about it over the air. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, enjoy a uh, a pizza today, Gary. Uh, Deborah's got some uh, special pizza specials, like a lot of the some of the bigger chains are yeah. doing pizza, and we'll we'll run those down for you in just a little bit. Uh, Jerry is in Stockbridge. Jerry, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, I uh, delivered pizzas up in the Chicago area, okay, south suburbs, back in the late eighties. It was very common for people to get half this, half that. All right, so by the late 80s, it was commonplace. Now, this is, yeah. you know, there's there's different camps between Chicago-style deep dish and New York-style. But I've heard from folks that that are from Chicago and say uh, true Chicagoans never order deep dish. They always get regular, flat, uh, normal pizza, and the deep dish is just for tourists. That's pretty much it. Really? All right. So <laughs> if I go to Chicago, skip the deep dish, get, just get the regular pizza. I would, yeah. All right. Good stuff, Jerry. Appreciate it, buddy. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Just messing around on National Pizza Day. Uh, I've got the the most favorite pizza topping by state in front of me. You're going to be, I was stunned but proud of Georgia's number one topping. And I've got some questions about Megan, Pennsylvania, what they're putting on pizza in Pennsylvania. Uh, let's just chat about National Pizza Day for a little bit. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. and talk with Mark Arab. I like it. I like what I hear. He keeps me entertained on my ride home. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Happy National Pizza Day, Alex Williams. Alex knew that food. Chris Chandler got us a pizza. Happy National Pizza Day, everybody. All right, Longoria, before we get back to the phones, what is the most popular pizza stop- topping in the state of Georgia? In Georgia? Yeah. Georgian's favorite pizza topping. <sighs> I would have to say 
It's pork related, I would yes, say. Yes, ham. No, it no. is bacon. 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 Oh. I'm very proud of Georgia. That is a nice topping. Yeah. Uh, Texas, your home state. Uh, pepperoni. Pepperoni is yeah. correct. Deborah Green, your home state. Ooh. Um, oh gosh, is it sausage? <clears throat> I don't know which state is yours. Jeez. Which state is yours? It's which is Wisconsin. Up, up from there, over that one. <laughs> this one. Yeah. Black olives. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's weird. I wouldn't have guessed that. Sausage for Connecticut. This is troubling. In Pennsylvania, the number one pizza topping is corn. What? Corn? corn. I didn't even know you could put like that a on there. Can of corn just dumped on I top of it? I don't know. I've never heard. Actually, I, in Japan, they had pizza with corn on really? it. Really? Yeah. I grew up working in cornfields, and I'd never heard anyone saying, oh, let me throw that on a pizza. As, as bad as that is, New Mexico, your neighbor in Texas. <laughs> yeah. The number one pizza topping in New Mexico carrots what how is that possible are people just like this is all we have i don't know i, I have never heard of producer? anybody putting carrots in my and life or corn yeah in my no. life pizza. in my life uh florida's pepperoni uh, alabama's pepperoni black olives also in mississippi i'll run down some of the others oh th what's this state right here <laughs> that is wait i can't see where you're pointing the orange one yeah that's wisconsin tuna Oh, that's terrible. Tuna pizza? Is this a legit list, Deborah? I, don't, Green? I didn't you didn't I did not send this, this to Subway? you. <laughs> is this Subway's pizza? I don't know what's Tuna. going on there. Uh Sarah is in Atlanta. Sarah, welcome to the Mark Aram show. Hi, thank you. You're welcome, Sarah. What's going on? Oh, not much. Um, I was gonna say so I'm fifty four and when I grew up my sister and I both liked different toppings. So in the seventies in South Carolina we could get Half and half. Half and half. All right. So, what would be the earliest that you got a half and half pizza? Give me a year. Uh, probably seventy-five. Seventy-five. All right. So, sometime between fifty-two and seventy-five. Now we're narrowing it down. The half. Yes. The half topping pizza was invented. But in the south. So in the south. Well, still. I mean, an invention is an invention. So we're. Oh, I, th sure. I think by the end of the show, we're going to figure out. We're going to pinpoint exactly when that happened. When it all went down. Jillian and Marietta, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Thanks. Hey, I just wanted to, you had said that the stuffed crust was kind of the newest big thing in pizza. And I saw it a couple months ago. I don't know if it's been around a little longer than that. But one of the chains is offering um, a half, I think it's half pepperoni. You could probably get other toppings. And then half cheese sticks. Yeah, I saw That's Domino. Not Domino's. Uh, Little Caesars is offering yeah, that. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Is that, is that a, a big a game changer as a stuffed crust? Well, it is. It is. It is for our family. Um, <laughs> you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do the Do the yeah, adults I like won't the order pizza? The cheese, cheese sticks, you know, separately. But when you can get it that way, Combined. It's, just, well, it's just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think I think the te the staying power of that half pizza, half breadsticks will let us know if it was an historic invention or not. Uh, if it goes by the wayside, we'll know it wasn't. Uh, Chris in Athens, buddy. Real quick, what do you have? Hey, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm actually from uh, New Haven, Connecticut, and I'm surprised you being from Connecticut yourself, um, you didn't know about all the fantastic pizzerias located right there in the city. Pepe's, I mean, Modern. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, you got it. They I've been, I've been to them all. Names, yeah. But the whole block is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's the greatest and, uh, pizza in the world. I haven't been to Italy yet, but I, I agree. But New Haven pizza. Um, and I agree with uh, uh, with Deborah. I was born in 1981, and that was always an option. All right, so from 81, so we're, we're narrowing it down. Thank you for pointing out to the listeners, Chris, that uh, the best pizza, at least in the United States, is in my home state, uh, in the city of New Haven. That's the only reason to go to New Haven. Either you're the only reason? It, well, either you're going to Yale or you want pizza. 
There's nothing else going on there. Uh, Chris Chandler's got a lot going on in the news. He'll be up next. More of your calls and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Hi, this is Lewis Gossett Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. If you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show. For a second, I I got 4.38 on a uh, pretty nice Tuesday Eve, 60 degrees-ish on Peachtree Street. We are with you till 6, then making way for Bulldog Basketball. Dogs and the Gators here on your Home of the Dogs. I'm uh, going to get back to your calls on National Pizza Day in just a second. I had this revelation the other day ordering a pizza online where I had the option, the common option now is to get a half topping on one side of the pizza and a half topping on the other. I'm just trying to pinpoint when this became a thing. So my parents from New York, the pizza capital of the United States, never heard of that. Um, and the earliest we found, Deborah, was what year in South Carolina? I believe they said, she said the 70s, right? Yeah, 1972 maybe. 73, I think. All right, so somewhere before 1973, someone had the great idea to to put half toppings on a pizza. We just want trying to figure out when that started and maybe give credit where credit is due. Back to your calls in just a second, but we're talking food. No better time for what, Longoria? And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, Oof, We Do Not Want to Know, Johnny Kilbasa in the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Good, man. I'm half fast and half food, Mark. There's so much going on this week with National Pizza Day. Happy National Pizza Day. I've been at CeCe's in the morning, and I came home and ordered from every place I could. Let and me you ask know. you a question, Johnny. Sure. So you worked at a pizzeria in uh, in Ohio. Uh, two of them. Two of them growing up. I, I was I was a star in high school, then I went on for Division One pizza making <laughs> in college after that. You got that nice scholarship. Um, were, were half toppings on a pizza a thing when you were making the pies? They've been a thing as long as I can remember. Okay. And, you know, sometimes they would even, the, the manager would draw the line if they wanted a white sauce on one side and red sauce on the other. They, they're like, yeah. nope, we can't do it. I'm like, what if I build a little wall of cheese in the middle <laughs> so it doesn't get, nope, we can't do it. Tell them we can't do it. Gonna build a wall. Uh, yeah, no sorcery on the pizza. Um, are, do you have a, a pizza-centered review today, or what do you got on the menu tonight? Uh, actually, Mark, I was thinking, since this is the last time uh, we were talking before Valentine's Day, I thought I'd throw some Valentine's Day specials Even better for the procrastinators like Longori out there. And, of course, there's going to be a couple pizza things in there, yeah. All right. There we go. All right, whip it around. Here we go, Mark. For Valentine's Day, I know it's creeping up on everybody, and you probably won't start thinking about it until Sunday because it's on Monday, right, yeah. guys? <laughs> and, you, <laughs> hey, if you're in uh, Austin, Texas, Jimmy John's is taking reservations for a four-course Jimmy John's sub meal that I think is pretty funny. They have a soda and chip sommelier to assist the diners. <laughs> They're going to have uh, a romantic setting with jazz, jazz music and stuff like that. I love I it. Was hilarious. Yeah. Pizza people, Papa John's always does the heart-shaped pizza, Mm -hmm. and they're going to do it again this year. California Pizza Kitchen also doing a heart-shaped pizza. Now, if you go to pretty much any pizza place that makes their own dough, raise two fingers and wave the manager over and say, Johnny Kielbasa sent me, give them an extra five bucks, and they'll turn your circular pizza into a heart-shaped pizza if they can do it. It's not that hard. Not that hard. Right. Okay. Speaking of heart-shaped stuff, heart-shaped stuff. Hardee's is making heart-shaped biscuits, and they're going to be around for a few days. Actually, yeah, starting uh, this weekend, they're going through there. So you can get any kind of thing that you get with a biscuit, you can get a heart-shaped biscuit on. How sweet is that? The Bacon Beast they're giving away, which has got everything on it, and they're giving buy one, get one free also this weekend. Panera 
is giving away some a, a chance to win a baguette cut diamond ring, which I didn't even know baguette. Apparently, a baguette cut. Did you did you buy Maya a baguette cut diamond? ring? I got her a cushion cut, pillow cut, something. One of I those. I believe okay. it's a cushion cut. Cushion cut. Yeah, it was some fancy schmancy cut. Anyway. <laughs> She loves Fancy. it. That's fine. I don't know how schmancy <laughs> the baguette cut is, yeah. but uh, yeah, they're going to give you a lab-grown diamond. Okay. <laughs> they're giving away that stuff Fair if enough. you join their things. Yeah. So And also, Pizza Hut is doing a spicy, quote-unquote, lover's pizza, so they're going to throw a couple hearts around that. That's got, I think, yeah, they're doing like a spicy Hawaiian chicken with chicken and pineapple and spicy veggies with green peppers and mushrooms, whatever, whatever you want there, too. But they're not doing the heart-shaped pizza, which is weird. They're going to give you the spicy lovers but not that of course over at dunkin donuts they're going to give you some heart-shaped donuts and they've got a couple valentine's day specific uh, like a Cupid's Choice donut and a brownie batter donut. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now, of course, Krispy Kreme's got all kinds of heart-shaped stuff going on. You can go there and get a dozen, and they'll give you like three or four different kinds there. Beautiful. So, whew. I'm getting all tired out here, Johnny. Uh, I think that's about yeah. Final question for you. Uh, I'm sure. I'm questioning this list that I'm uh, that I posted on my Facebook page. Uh, favorite pizza toppings by state. If you were to guess again, you're from Ohio. What do you think is the most popular pizza topping in the state of Ohio? According Italian to this sausage, uh, mushroom. mushroom. No chance. No, definitely not. No, not right. at all. I mean, I mean, you get. I, I'm gonna go mushrooms if I'm getting six things on my pizza, <laughs> yeah. but not four. It's things not. On the, my pizza. Yeah, it's not in the top five. Johnny K, appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. And 500 episodes of the Sausage Hut podcast on any pod app or JohnnyKobasa.pizza. Uh, all things Kobasa on JohnnyKobasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. All right, uh, Freddie. Joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. What's cooking, Freddie? Uh, I just wanted to define terms that when your mom and dad was saying they only got a slice, back in the day, the size of a slice was gigantic. Oh, yeah, it was a meal. A slice was a meal. And, they, and here's the other kicker. It cost 25 cents. Get out of here, really? Serious. Back in the 60s, I worked in a pizza place in Breezy Point. Um by the way, I grew up in Far Rockaway, too. Oh, excellent. Look at you. You and my dad could have been buddies. So, Freddie, do you remember as a child in Far Rockaway ever being uh, offered half uh, toppings on one side of the pizza and half toppings on the other? No way. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just trying to figure out when this was when this was invented, because obviously it, it happened at some point. It definitely wasn't in the 60s. Okay. So, all right. So... I mean, we're looking at 1970 to 1973. Can we figure out who was the first to do the half-half? Uh, Mike's in Gainesville on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Mike. Hey, Mark. How are you? What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Listen, I'm going to take it back to 1969. Okay. Uh, Mableton, Georgia. My mom, I confirmed with her just to make sure, and she said that we could get half-and-half half pizza. In, in Mableton 1969. in 1969, so the window narrows a little bit. So you had you had confirmation too from from your mom. What's your mom's name? Loretta. Loretta. So Loretta said yes, Mike. We were able to do that to get half uh, toppings on one side and half on the other. Yes, absolutely. And I was five years old, so that's why I called to get confirmation just to make sure. I we, wonder, my brother and I didn't like pepperoni. I wonder if this was invented in Mableton then. I don't know. Gino's Pizza. I don't think they're in, they're not in uh, business. Anymore, rest in but. peace to Gino's. But that's the earliest we've found so far of a pizza place 
doing half toppings on one or another. Uh, Demetrius joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Demetrius. Hello, Mark. Hello, sir. I used to own a restaurant in Atlanta, and uh, I was making pizza. Okay. So we came up with the idea of seafood delight, which uh, it was of popcorn shrimp, mm-hmm. a few anchovies, and tuna, believe it or not. On a pizza? On a pizza with some Greek feta cheese and a few tomatoes. What? It was a good one. What year was this, Demetrius? Uh, I was uh, late uh, mid eighties. Mid eighties. Now, was yes, this sir. a pizza restaurant or a regular restaurant? No, no, it was uh, a pizza, Italian Greek uh, pizza uh, house. Now, would you in in the eighties? Would you do half toppings on one side of the pizza and half toppings on another? Uh, yes, I did because I had some folks that wanted a large pizza. <laughs> Someone saying, "Look, I don't like pepperonis," uh, but that's. Before I stop my limit, you know, just uh, just half and half. No, half and some half. people ask for quarters. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get crazy. Yeah. Demetrius, you're a legend. Call back anytime. By the way, Grayson said that the splitting of the pizza started because of vegetarians, perhaps. They didn't want the pepperoni on their side of the smush. We'll finish up with your calls. Millennial Mac came early today at 5.07. This is Atlanta Zoos and Talk with Mark Aramont, WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. We're listening to Mark Aram, and we know we're going to have a good time. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram, discussing uh, pizza milestones on National Pizza Day. Ray's in Fayetteville, Georgia. Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Good hey, to Ray. speak with you. Likewise, sir. Uh, I'm an old guy, and... I grew up in the military, so we moved around a lot, but we never had any problem getting half and half on a pizza because in my family, we had different tastes. And the whole half and half thing, as far as I can recall, was because of anchovies, which were much more common on pizza. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what's the earliest you remember getting a pizza with half toppings? Oh, uh, 64, 65. Oh, wow. All right. So we're pushing that so date back. Much older than we thought. Yeah. I think outside of oh, New York yeah. City, it, it, I mean, because again, you heard the, the the stain in my parents' voices about uh, that. Um, so maybe it was, it was happening outside of New York way earlier. Matthew's incoming. Matthew, welcome to the show. Hey, hello. What's um, going on, Matt? Pleasure to be on your show. Thank you, brother. Um, my, uh, yeah, I'm from Chicago originally. I live in coming now, but. Um, when I was growing up, I mean, um, I only knew deep dish and that's what we ate. That was it. And, uh, um, when I moved to the South, it was like, what's the cardboard and cheese. So you, you, you prefer the Chicago deep dish. Now it's, is yeah. it possible to even do half toppings in a deep dish? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's see like the deep dish you get from like, uh, Pizza Hutters isn't deep dish. Yeah. No, like Nancy's, though. Nancy's is a good deep dish here in Atlanta. David Marietta. David, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Yeah, you got two two quick comments. First one, if you put uh, black olives, onions, green peppers, tomato slices, and pepperoni on a pizza, you transform it from junk food to a healthy meal. <laughs> I like second it. Comment, <laughs> second comment is, I believe Godfathers created the barbecue pizza, which, by the way, was fantastic. So, all right, so I, I, um, barbecue pizza is a thing. I don't know if I'd put it in the same echelon of the pizza 
um, milestones that we've been discussing, but maybe uh, it was our old buddy Herman. Rest in peace. Godfather Pizza coming up with the barbecue pizza. All right, we'll uh, we'll take a break. Chris Chandler's got some big news stories to pass along. When we come back, an early edition of Millennial Match Game because we're only air till 6 tonight. And then at 6 o'clock, it's Bulldog Basketball, the Dogs and the Gators right here on your home of the dogs. 95.5 WSB. the show and a good Tuesday evening to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 509, nine minutes after five o'clock. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. But today with you till six as we make way for Bulldog basketball at six o'clock. Dogs and the Gators. Uh, extended family here today. Deborah Green, the best producer in radio. Uh, Longoria, the uh, Longoriest of all the uh, people on the other side of the takeout window. Now on Twitter, by the way, at Stoic Eskimo. Low T Chuck is Low off. Uh, I can't tell you where he's vacationing, but it sounds pretty cool. But Sweet Ann is answering your calls. Again, with you till 6 in the p.m. We're going to get back to uh, other stuff today. But because we're only on for uh, two hours, we have moved Millennial Match Game from 6.07 to 509. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Very excited. We got a brand new millennial playing today. Her name is Katie Hearn. She uh, is in Smyrna, Georgia. Katie, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Thanks so much. Uh, I am young, wild, and 33. Um, and excited to be here with you today. Excellent. Now, are we on speaker, Katie? No. Okay, good. You sound, you sound like you're in a closet or something. I'm still at work. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, fine. I don't want you to get fired. Excellent. Katie, I want you to think about today's category. Uh, Millennial Match Game, as always, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. It's Famous Movie Clips edition of Millennial Match Game. So think about some of the uh, famous movie clips we might be playing. Uh, Let's meet our contestants on the phone, starting with Melissa in Monroe, Georgia. Melissa, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, thank you. Um... I'm um, mom of three boys, one teenager, so that's about it. <laughs> you got your hands full. Very good. Good yeah. luck tonight. You're going to be taking on Ricky in Alpharetta. Ricky, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm your age. Um, let's do this to the millennials. There we go. See if they can hang. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is a famous movie clip edition Millennial Match Game. This is how it works, guys. I am going to play a famous movie clip simply... Melissa and Ricky, you have to guess whether Millennial Katie knows the movie. It's very simple, but when in doubt, the Millennial doesn't know. Let's start with an example. This one doesn't count. Let's just see how sharp Katie is. Katie, what movie is this famous movie clip from? Mama says stupid is as stupid does. What movie is that from, Katie? I'm not sure. Let's get. Let's play. Mama says stupid is as stupid does. No idea what movie that is. No. All right. That's Forrest Gump, ladies and gentlemen. Forrest Gump. Have you ever seen that, Katie? Yes. Okay. All right. So, again, when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. Melissa, you're up first. Will okay. millennial Katie know what movie this clip is from? All righty then. All righty then. I'm going to say yes. All right. A lot of confidence in you, Katie. I'm going to let you hear it one more time, Katie. All righty then. All righty then. What movie is that from? Hook. Hook? <laughs> That's a great guess. 
Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So no point for Melissa. Ricky, mm-hmm. you're up. Millennial Match Game on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. One of my favorite movies, but I'm way older than Millennial Katie. Will she know what movie this is from? I want to get to the bottom of this. A-S-A-F-T. Oh, so do I. No. First, I'd like to <laughs> butter your muffin. <laughs> A quick note from Ricky. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, any idea what movie that's from? <laughs> no. Katie, I'm sorry. Katie, any idea what movie that's from? No. Uh, I can't even give you any hints on that. That's weird science. Weird science. Do, do, do. Um, yeah. If you, uh, as, a, as a teenage boy, which I was when that movie came out, I loved that movie. All right. End of round one of Millennial Mask Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? Melissa Nil, Ricky won. All right. Ricky's on top one. Nothing. We return to Millennial Mask Game, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage, famous movie clip addiction uh, edition. It's one nothing, and it's Melissa's turn. Melissa, will Millennial Katie. Know what movie features this famous scene? A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Chianti. Oh, famous mm. line, famous movie. Katie hasn't been doing that well, but this is a big one. What do you think? Oh, this is tough. I'm going to say no. Katie, do you, do you have a guess? Do you want to hear it one more time? Is it Goonies? <laughs> that would have been a hell of a, a line uh, from I would Goonies. Have loved to see that again. Yeah, Goonies. that was Silence of the Lambs. Silence okay. of the Lambs. Katie, just uh, as an aside, what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh gosh. The or, proposal. The proposal. All right, that was with uh, yeah. what's her name, Ryan Reynolds Sandra and Bullock, Sandra Bullock Reynolds, yeah. and Betty White. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Good job. All right. It is Ricky's turn. Ricky. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Will Katie, the millennial, know what movie this is from? And you know what they call a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? I um, mean, they got the metric system. What do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale, Royale with, with cheese. cheese. <laughs> All right. Everyone driving home knows what movie that's from. But will millennial Katie know what movie that's from? Yes, definitely. All right. A lot of faith in you, uh, Katie. has got a World Series ring on her finger right now. What Do you want to hear it again? Yes, please. You know what they call a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? I um, mean, they got the metric system. What do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale, Royale with, with cheese. cheese. All right, Katie. What movie is that from? I'll give you a hint. Did you say Grease? Well, you got the right actor. That was John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. Close. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was not in Greece. He was in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. But, I mean, you got the actor right, so that's pretty good. All right, Melissa, I think we know how this is going. Just just, yep. just a heads up. Yep, All right. I got it. Uh, well, Millennial Katie, who's got many fine qualities, Deborah vouches for her, says she's a great person, beautiful, great personality. Will she know what movie this is from? All right. I understand. Fine. When he comes back, I won't get in the way. It's not like that at all. He's my brother. He's my brother. Um, what do you think? Any 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 chance Katie knows what movie that's from? Um, no. 
All right, Katie, it was Harrison Ford talking to, uh, oh, she just passed away. What was the act? Carrie Fisher. That Those were the actors. What movie was that? Indiana Jones? <laughs> That's a right era. Uh, unfortunately, incorrect. That's Return of the Jedi. Return okay. of the Jedi. All right, uh, Ricky's turn. Ricky, uh, will Millennial Katie know what movie this line is from? Say hello to my little friend. Longoria's favorite movie of all time, Say Hello to My Little Friend. Will Millennial Katie know what movie that's from? Mmm, I know it. Um, she's kind of been... I'm just going to say no. Yeah, when in doubt, she's the millennial doesn't know. Uh, that was Al Pacino. Let's hear the cut one more time, Deborah. Say hello to my little friend! He's wielding a machine gun, so it's not scent of a uh, woman. Is it Scarface? It is Scarface. Uh, oh, my God. Good job. Well done. All right. Let's end round two on an up note. Uh, she got that right. Final uh, round of Millennium Action Game just around the corner. What's the score, Deborah Green? Melissa 2, Ricky 1. All right. So we still got a close one. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Uh, one of the more entertaining editions of Millennial Match Game right here on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram. He is funny. He calls everybody buddy. We're all friends. On 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. Final round of Millennial Match Game on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Famous movie clip edition of Millennial Match Game. Deborah Green, uh, what's the score and who is up? All right, Melissa's got a 2-1 lead over Ricky, but it is back to Melissa. All right, Melissa, you are up. Well, uh, well Melissa, Millennial Katie, who is a fantastic person by all accounts, will yeah. she know what movie features this famous clip? All right, Mickey's a mouse, Donald's a duck, Pluto's a dog. What's Goofy? What's Goofy? What do you think? Will Millennial Katie know what movie that's from? Um, no. Katie, I think you. I think you've seen this movie. Can I hear it one more time? Absolutely. All right. Mickey's a mouse. Donald's a duck. Pluto's a dog. What's Goofy? What's e. Goofy? <laughs> Et. Again, right era, but incorrect. That's Stand By Me. Stand By Me. Have you ever seen that? Okay. Yes. uh, It's so good. I love that movie. All right, Ricky, you're up. This is one of my favorite movies, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's no way Katie knows what clip this is from. Look, you don't know me from Adam, but I was a better man with you as a woman than I ever was with a woman as a man. You know what I mean? A lot going on in that clip. Uh, <laughs> what do you th- funny clip. It is. What do you think, Ricky? Will uh, uh, Millennial Katie no, know? You no, say no. No, no, Katie, that was Dustin Hoffman uh, was was saying that little line, the, the lines there. Um, any idea what movie that was from? Is it Rain Man? <laughs> that would have been fantastic in Rain Man. No, that was Tootsie. Tootsie. Okay. I believe he won an Academy Award for that. All right, Melissa. Um, oh, this is Low T. Chuck's favorite movie of all time, but he's not here today. Will Millennial Katie know what famous Low T. Chuck favorite movie this is from? I'm your Huckleberry. One more I'm time. Your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Oh, no. No. All right, you say no. Katie, it's a Western. That was the <laughs> actor saying that was Val Kilmer. It's a great movie. I'm your Huckleberry. I don't know. I'm sorry. He played Doc Holliday. 
One more time, Deborah. I'm your huckleberry. That was Tombstone. Tombstone. All right, we're going to end oh. Millennial Match Game right now. What's the final score, Deborah Green? Final score, Melissa 4, Ricky 2. But, uh, Ricky, don't worry, because you are going home with some nifty gifties as well. Nifty! They are nifty! Thank They're you. Nifty gifties. What did they win, Deborah Green? Both of you get a pair of tickets to see the Zach Brown Band at Truist Park on June 17th. Very cool. Congrats, Ricky and Melissa. Sweet Ann's going to get some info from you. Katie, you are amazing. Anything you want to plug in the next 20 seconds? Thank you, guys. Um, and I just want to say hey to my dad. He's a big fan of your show. So, hi, Dad. What's his What's his name? Kevin. Kevin? Yes. Kevin, we're going to send you some Mark Aram Show gear for having such a wonderful <laughs> daughter. So, Katie, thanks for playing. We'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to an abbreviated edition of Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram with you for the next 21 minutes. And then we hand things over to Georgia Bulldog basketball here in your home of the dogs. Dogs taking on the Gators. I got a horrible story I want to talk about in just a second, but Mike's been hanging on for so long in Norcross wanting to talk pizza on National Pizza Day. Mike, thanks for hanging. Welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, thank you. Um, this goes back to the middle 60s. Okay. The uh, pizza place back home is kind of a small chain. Uh, first, they didn't cut their pizza in slices. They cut them in squares. Yeah, I've been to places like that, yeah. Okay. And they would not only do halves, they would do quarters. Really? So, uh, so yeah. well, it's a square pizza, or is it a round yeah, pizza? Yeah, well, it's a round pizza. It's just cut in squares. You get half, whatever you want. And then, say, the other half, you wanted half of that in one thing, the other half in something else. Or you could get all four quarters, basically, in whatever you wanted. Wow. All right. So you were living you were living high on the hog then back then in the sixties. Oh yeah, you could get and like I said, not back then some people like anchovies, but no one I knew really liked anchovies that much. <laughs> I like anchovies, but not on pizza. Uh, not on yeah. pizza at all. Um I'm yeah. when in doubt I just go cheese. That that's oh, uh yeah. you know, I'm a purist. The one thing I think pepperoni is the most overrated pizza topping. I don't like I'd rather have spicy sausage or meatball. If you're gonna get a meat on there. Uh, but the best pizza by far, Longoria, white clam pizza. Have you ever had it? I have not. No. Yeah, I'll make that's that's You'll my make, make it a for wish me? for you. No, I'm not oh, gonna make, make it for wish. you. Yeah, I'm gonna. It is so good. Okay. White clam pizza, and you can add bacon if you want. Okay. What about pineapple? No, mm. never allowed on a pizza. There no, was. I grew up in a, a town with. I don't. There were thirty pizza joints in my small town, and all the Greek pizza places cut their pizzas in square mm. instead of slices. All right, don't don't faint. Uh... Not, okay, that's fine. <laughs> don't, I'm not... don't faint like you care what I say. All right, <laughs> uh, this is a horrible story. Shockingly, it comes out of Florida. We we I make fun of my parents for you know some of the things they did to me when I was a child. Um, you know, lying to me, mm-hmm. telling me. Uh, you had to be 16 years old before you could eat lobster, you know, but I had a great childhood. There's no, and I know your mom is delightful. You yeah. Are, yeah. She didn't lie to me about lobster. We, I just didn't even yeah, know what it was. Exactly. <laughs> Deborah, I know you grew up on a farm, but it seemed like you had a fantastic childhood. I have great parents. Yeah, absolutely. And sweet Anne, I don't know you well, but you seem like a, a well-rounded individual. Did you have a fine upbringing? Absolutely. There you go. Thank you, sweet Anne. All right. So this is a horrible story. Uh, a Florida couple adopted this kid. Okay. Which I think is the most selfless thing anyone could do. Adopting someone. I think that's great. That's where the, the greatness of the story ends. Um, this Florida couple uh, apparently made their adopted son live in the garage. Uh, 
and not just in the garage, a shack in the garage. They built a plywood shack that had a bed and a bucket and a deadbolt lock on both sides. And the kid would go to school. He'd come out of the, the shed in the garage, go to school, and then as soon as he came from school, right back into the shed in the garage. And the only reason that uh, this was found out, there was a missing kid report in the neighborhood, and the police were going door to door. And they opened the garage, and they saw, they're like, what, what's, what's that in the garage? And the dad's like, oh, uh, that's my office. And they didn't buy it, and they opened it up, and they saw this poor kid was um, living in this cardboard closet, really. I mean, you think of a garage, how big of a structure could have been in there with a bed and a bucket. Just horrible. Just I mean, horrible. at that point, you know, why adopt? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they didn't really want a kid, I, yeah, I like, don't know. why go through the process of adopt? There's so many other parents out there that would love a kid I like know. that and um, for someone to do that. That's Tracy and Timothy Farreter, both 46, were arrested on aggravated child abuse and false imprisonment charges. Uh, the 13-year-old boy has been living in the garage since at least 2017. I feel bad that he didn't feel like he could tell somebody else. I know. Like teacher Five years. or somebody, because if he's a teenager at that point, you know, you kind of know something's up. Yeah, for sure. But I guess he, you know, he was he was like, well, I'm adopted. Do I want to lose that kind of thing? But uh, that's just awful. I'm sorry to bring your day down, but that that story made me sick to my stomach. So I had to I just like, uh, you know, don't, if you're an adoptive parent, you're doing the best thing possible. Th- these, uh, these schmez balls down in Florida don't reflect the general populace of those who adopt. All right, uh, let's shift gears quickly so we can get that uh, bad story out of my mind. Traffic updates every six minutes in the Cool Ray Carrier Skycopter. Here is Doug Turnbull. Second gear along 285 West and South, the outer loop here, 544, because you're jamming in from before the Dubwoody region, really, from Peachtree Industrial West and South, all the way around I-20, the West Expressway. You're in Little Bride, 285 East and South. It's a good old-fashioned half hour to go from Dubwoody around to Clarkston, Mark. Thanks, Doug. Back to you and the traffic team in under six minutes. Gary joins us in uh, Dunwoody. Gary, welcome to the show. Hey, gang. Thanks for having me on. Um, the other day, you guys were talking about... Um, dog sledding and whether the dogs liked it or not i can tell you for certain they love it in the summer of 1997 i ran a marathon in alaska oh wow and we spent a couple days afterward um cruising around and we found a place that gave dog sled rides in the summer except for they didn't have skis on the bottom of the sled but wheels so you you were in like a wagon and the dogs they they go they go bananas when you start hooking them up it's hilarious because they start peeing all over each other and tugging, and, and it is an absolute blast. The dogs love it. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. That's Super good cool. to know. And they're strong. Because, I, I mean, I, I'm glad that they love it, at least in your experience, Gary, because I've said this before. I love dogs more than I love people, and if, if, if the dogs didn't love it, then that's just awful. My husband's sister lives out in Colorado, and we were talking about, oh, if we go out there next time, we should maybe do a dog sled race mm-hmm. or a, you know, a ride. I'm like, but is it mean to the dogs? Because I don't want them to be, you know, I don't want them to be hurt or yeah. anything. So that'd be my thing. I'm like, it sounds like fun, but I don't want to hurt the dogs. Exactly. And I, but the only comparison I can think of is, you know, the the horse and carriage. You get, I, I don't know if they still have them in downtown Atlanta. They do in New York still. They do, and it doesn't look like the horses enjoy that at all. 
at all. You know, in traffic, on pavement, that, that can't be good. All right, so maybe the dogs do enjoy the uh, I Did a Ride. When we come back on this abbreviated edition of Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Arab, you heard the breaking news yesterday. Longoria is now on Twitter, at Stoic Eskimo. Well, we'll come back with Longoria's Fact of the Day on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Entertaining, local, plugged in. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Longoria's Fact of the Day. All right. It's going to be Pizza Facts today because it's National Pizza Day. Well, that's very timely. Yeah. Well done, Longoria. Yeah. Took me a little while to find them, but I found them. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Americans consume roughly 100 acres of pizza each day. 100 acres. Acres. Wow. Uh, 36% of all pizzas will be topped with your favorite pepperoni. Yeah, I mean, it's the most popular. I get it. And um, let's see, 94% of Americans order pizza regularly. I don't think we've come together on an issue in in this country like that ever before. Pizza could solve some problems. Pizza pizza is the great unifier. Pizza needs to run for president. 94%? (laughs) Yeah. That's insane. 94%. Jim Gaffigan, the comedian I was talking about the other day, um, he 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 had an observation. Maybe you could back me up on this in Longoria. He was very upset that um, kids' birthdays these days, he says more often there's pizza at a kid's birthday than there is cake. Can you confirm that? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, so the the because you obviously have gone to a number of kids' yes, birthday parties. Yeah, I'm about to have another one this weekend. And there's more often pizza than cake. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, interesting. All right, whose birthday is it this weekend? Then? Well, Lily's birthday is on the 26th, but we're celebrating it this weekend because next weekend we'll be in Texas. So. All right, are you having a party? Uh, a little bit. We're going to the Brick Con at uh, the Cobb Civic Center. It's a Lego brick conference. Oh, wow. For a few hours. Is that more for her or for you? Well, that's what she said. She's like, that's for daddy. But um, <laughs> I said, no, I'll buy you something there. Like, that'll be a gift for <laughs> that's you. That's like, for daddy. So I'm taking the neighborhood kids, a couple, Good for about you. four girls and my girls, and we're all where going did we? There. Monkey Joe's? Is that where we had that one? Well, that was where we had that one, yeah. yeah. Monkey Joe's was one. Too, De- right, yeah. See, Deborah uh, Longoria used to invite me to his girl's birthday party, <laughs> then he stopped. Well, that was pre-COVID. Yeah, that oh. was pre-COVID. Yeah. I was then, invited, COVID too. It's is... just I always have to work on the weekends. Yeah, that's true. And then there was another one at a gymnastics joint. Yeah, that's the one that they go to on Mondays. Yeah, right? that was fun. Yeah. Except I, uh, Longoria's mom, whose birthday was yesterday, um, chastised me because I hit the Chick-fil-A nugget tray before I was supposed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that before the kids? He thought, yeah. it, was yes. a, he thought it was the appetizer. <laughs> yeah, section. I was like, oh, look, nugget tray. And Longoria's mom was like, aye, what are you doing, man? Like, the kids have some first. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. There's a nugget tray just sitting yeah. out. I'm going to hit that. Yeah, huh? All right. Good job, fact of yeah. the day, Longoria. Uh, let's do uh, star of the show. Four to five order. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, a couple of stars of the show today. Uh, my mom and dad, they joined us at the beginning of the show as my unofficial pizza experts. Uh, Sweet Ann did a great job filling in for Chuck. And Katie Hearn was our millennial. She was. She got Scarface. She got Scarface, right? She got Scarface. Yeah, I mean, the one I didn't think she'd get, she would get. All right, we're out of here early. Bulldog basketball. Full show tomorrow, though, including Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. The conversation continues. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Be safe. Have a great night, Atlanta. Said he's going back. Going back to a simpler place and time. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.